Hey guys, you're listening to Wags and Whiskers. I'm your host, June, here with my very fluffy co-host, Oliver. Join us for another episode of Wags and Whiskers. Good morning, guys. Welcome to another episode of Wags and Whiskers. I'm your host, June. Today we are missing Mr. Oliver because he is at the beauty parlor right now getting his hair done. So it will be just me today. So I am noticing as I'm starting to look at more recent films um, with the animals that are in more recent films, there is not a lot of information about them. It seems like the films that were back in the 1930s, there was more about the dogs and the trainers than now. So, I put this one together for this week, and there's not as much information as I've previously had, but I really, this dog meant something to me, so I'm going to talk about him today. So, with that being said, here we go. One more thing before we get started, I'm sorry. Last week, it sounded like I was beating the microphone with my hand during the recording, I apologize about that, and hopefully this week I won't do it. It's a new week, it's a new start, so with that being said, let's begin. Today we're going to talk about Beasley. Beasley is a dog day Bordeaux. It took me a while to learn how to say that, by the way. A.K.A. she's going to be, or excuse me, he's going to be a French Mastiff. As I said before, I couldn't find an exact date of birth, but I know that Beasley was born in 1978 at TNT Kennels in Wisconsin. Um, The owner was Clint Rowe, who was actually Beasley's trainer, bought bought him from the breeder, brought him back to California. If you don't know much about the French Mastiff, they're a huge breed. Um, they're a bigger dog. They um, weigh between, both the males and the females, weigh between 120 to 140 pounds and their life expectancy is only about five to seven years. Um, obviously, I'm really a believer in the dog is going to decide their own time, but on average they're saying that the French Mastiff's lifespan is five to seven years. I actually, I told you guys a while back that I have six plus dogs. Well, two of those six plus dogs are English Mastiffs, which are, you know, Mastiff family. So I kind of fell in love with this dog on this movie because it, you know, look what I have now. I have actually two of these big old things at my house. So as we discussed, Beasley was born in 1978 at that, you know, the kennel in Wisconsin. He she was brought he was brought back to um California and he she was owned by Clint Rowe, as I had sa- said before. Um it is said that there was actually four of those dogs that were bought. Um they were bought from they were saying that they were bought from Disney. But that was kinda contradictory to what everything else said because they said that Clint Rowe actually owned Beasley. So you can take it for what it is, but as far as I know, um, Clint Rowe actually owned Beasley. Prior to this film coming out, there was actually only around approximately 300 Dog Day Bordeaux 
a.k.a. French Mastiffs, in the United States at the time, which is pretty interesting. Roe had trained Beasley um, and went to an audition for Beasley. And during the audition, there were several different types of dogs that they were going to use for this movie. And basically, they ended up picking... Beasley because she was giant, she was sturdy in frame. If you know, um, Mastiffs are real stocky, real kind of stocky dogs. They're they're just huge, and um, so they ended up picking Beasley because he was you know giant. He had a sturdy frame, and obviously he was kind of exotic. You remember there was only three hundred of them in the United States at this time. So Beasley was cast for the movie. Turner and Hooch with Tom Hanks. Obviously, Beasley was Hooch in the movie. He actually had um, some stunt doubles, quote, stunt doubles, they say, and there was one that, there was one dog that actually played his double in the movie. So you had the stunt dogs and then you had someone that actually played a double for um, Beasley in the movie. So at 17 months, which 17-month-old puppy in Mastiff is huge anyway. If you've ever watched the movie Turner and Hooch, the dog is huge in there. Just imagine that puppy's only 17 months old. But anyways, they only had, like, him, Roe only had about five months to train um, Beasley slash Hooch for this movie. So Roe taught Beasley and the other dogs that were used on the film to basically um, a clicker if you're a dog person at one time I'm not sure if they're still doing it or not instead of treats they were saying to use a clicker to train your dog how to do different things well Roe used actually a clicker to gain the dog's attention so basically Tom Hanks that was in the movie with him would use that clicker Beasley would look at Tom Hanks and then Tom Hanks would start talking to Beasley and basically, they would have to go off of what Beasley was doing to decide what the scene was going to be be like. Obviously, they had a script, but as you know as well as I do, I mean, dogs are dogs and they're going to be dogs. So, basically, it was click it. He's, you know, he's looking at you. Let's start doing the acting. In an interview with Tom Hanks that I was, was reading about, um, Tom Hanks said that that was one of the, this is one of the hardest movies that he ever had to do because it's not an actor, a person actor, a human actor. It is a dog actor, and he actually spent a lot of time with Beasley. Bless you. That was my other dog, Sweet Pea, sneezing in the background. If you hear her. Um, anyways, uh, what was I saying? Beasley and Tom Hanks kind of ha- hung out. And Tom Hanks got to know Beasley, and they kind of had, like, a bond before the movie even started filming, um, just to make it more personable, more understanding between the two, instead of it being, like, the Beasley not even knowing Tom before, Tom Hanks before she started the film. And again, excuse me, I keep saying she, Beasley was a he, just so you know. So Beasley was actually trained to open up a beer can, um, obviously during the movie in that particular scene, she looks like she is drinking beer, um, she's actually not drinking beer, she's drinking chicken broth, so nobody has to worry that this dog was actually, um, drinking beer, 
It wasn't. PETA was actually around. PETA came around in 1980, so this was a 1989 film. So, no, she was not drinking beer. She was actually drinking chicken broth during the making of the movie. Another thing that they actually had to deal with during the movie, and it became part of the movie if you've seen Turner and Hooch, was, like, all the slobber that she had. That is, like, natural with Mastiffs, I can tell you. They call them, quote, slingers because the drool is so bad. And, um, yeah, so that was one of the big things. Like, they were doing one scene where... They were in the car doing a stakeout, and there was so much drool over the period of time that they were doing this scene that they actually had to change out the seat because the dog had so much drool. And that is like, I can see it. It's totally natural for the dog to have that much slobber. It's just a massive thing. I did notice that during reading about this and during the the filming it didn't seem like Beasley had to really do much for tricks I mean she did do some things they jumped through some um some glass um one, you know one of the dogs jumped through some glass it wasn't actually Beasley but basically how they did that they used kind of like a saran wrap thing had them jump through that then they would use something a little stronger than a little stronger and then you know finally obviously you see the scene with the with the glass but um Basically, I'm noticing that, or at least for this film anyway, like the dogs back in the 30s were did more than they're than than Beasley had to do in this film. But you know, it is what it is. This film still touched my heart. Um, one of the hardest things to teach Beasley, Roe Ro would go on to say, was in one part of the movie, Beasley actually grabs Tom Hanks by the throat. And Rose said that that was really difficult to teach her how to do, obviously, because we're told not, you know, we don't want our dogs to be aggressive. And that's just one of those things that if, you know, a dog does, we'd be like, no. So um, Rose goes on to say that that was the most difficult part of teaching Beasley to do her scenes. Kind of a neat little fact. So... They're taping the film. Turner and Hooch came out July 28th of 1989. But during like the pre, the taping, and before it came out, Beasley actually had in her contract to do all those little special appearances and stuff like that. She had in her contract that she would be able to have a Learjet to transport her to promote the movie in Turner and Hooch. So, kind of funny incident that happened on the plane. Beasley obviously wasn't wearing her seatbelt because she was too big. And it was just like a little Learjet. And basically, Beasley is on this plane to go promote Turner and Hooch. And the ride was actually really bumpy. The ride being bumpy ends up freaking out Beasley. She's moving all around in the jet. Well, you got to remember this dog is 120 to 140 pounds bouncing around in the plane. And obviously the plane's going all over the, all over the place. The pilot actually gets freaked out, doesn't want to fly anymore. But that's what happens when you put a huge dog in a small plane. It's going to happen. The movie... I love it. I've always loved it. I remember watching it when I was a kid, and I loved it. And actually, when I got older and decided to get my own dogs and everything like that, I actually went back 
to that movie. I was like, what kind of dog is that? And obviously I didn't get a dog and um, a Mastiff until we were older. And obviously I did not get a French Mastiff. I have English Mastiffs. But they have very similar traits in that they slobber and they're huge. They're very, very gassy dogs, if you know. But they're very loving dogs and very sweet dogs. And I couldn't imagine not having them in my life. They're just they're just great dogs. So if you don't mind slobber, if you don't mind big dogs, I would highly recommend Mastiffs just because they're so sweet. That's my take on Mastiffs. So after the movie comes out, remember I had said that there was only about 300 French Mastiffs in the United States at the time. So after the movie comes out, the, the dogs, actually the French Mastiff, gets very, very popular. And that's where we see it today. Like, they are very popular in the United States. You can find them in the United States if you just, you know, look for them online. Um, and you could find a, actually a breeder now. Or I'm sure they probably have rescues for French Mastiffs. I know they have tons of English Mastiff rescues if that was would be the way that you would want to go. But they just became very, very popular after the movie. The budget for the Turner and Hooch movie was actually $13 million, and it actually grossed $71.1 million. So they made a lot of money off of this, but who would not love a dog fighting crime? I just, and just a little face on them, like they're very, very wrinkly. They're really cute dogs. But as for Beasley, this would be her first and her only movie that she would star in. But of course, she was very memorable, number one, because they did not have that many of um, French Mastiffs at the time around. Her coloring was beautiful. She was wrinkly. She was just really memorable in this movie. So everybody remembers the Turner and Hooch dog. They might not know what kind it is, but they remember the Turner and Hooch dog. Beasley actually died in 1992 at the age of 14. Remember we talked about earlier how I said that I don't believe in lifespans and putting a set time on a dog? Beasley lived double what they said she would live. Um, she lived three years after the movie um, aired, and obviously they said five to seven. She actually lived 14. It was a long time. She actually lived a long time. And she was actually with Chris Rowe um, the rest of her life. He was her owner. Obviously, I am a big dog lover. Um, I would love to hear from you guys and let me know what you think about huge dogs like this. I'm also a small dog lover, too, so I don't hate. I just love all dogs. But that's basically the story of Beasley the dog, a.k.a. Hooch that a lot of people remember from the Turner and Hooch movie. I really didn't have an aha moment with this movie. I just thought this movie was really cute. Beasley was just the cutest dog to me. I, some people will probably be like, that dog is so ugly. Like, my mom thinks Mastiffs are ugly, so I could see other people not liking it. But I love the movie. If you haven't watched it, I mean, it's an older film. It's 1989. It's not like it's something new that just came out. I would highly recommend the movie. Um, it was just pretty cool. Pretty cool movie. And it's funny how I guess the only aha thing I had during this when I was researching it was, you know, like things in our life when we're younger, we still remember 
when we get older. Like, obviously, I'm in my mids, I'll say, and I have two Mastiffs now, and I wouldn't have a Mastiff, or I wouldn't know what a Mastiff was. Well, I might, because I'm a big dog person and no breeds, but I wouldn't have known or even researched the Mastiff breed if it wasn't for when I was a kid seeing that dog in that movie. It just amazes me how things that happen when we're younger, good or bad, they just stay with us um, all the way into adulthood, and they'll probably stay with us for the rest of our life. It's just pretty neat to me. But with that being said, that is my story for this week. I hope you had a chance to listen to my Wednesday bonus footage, which was um, Frank Ann. If you haven't and are interested in learning more about him, um, that was posted last Wednesday. So you can go listen to that. And I hope you guys have a good week. I hope you guys have a great weekend. Have a fun-filled weekend. I will talk to you next Monday again with another story. Until then, be great and dream big. Oh, 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 oh,